Well, hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Ken Pierpont Story Podcast. I'm going to do a little something unusual in the next uh, six uh, podcasts are going to go together. They're, they're the ongoing story of an event that happened in 2013, which we uh, humorously referred to as our Manly Man Manitou Revival. Uh, we, Kyle, our oldest son, Kyle, Charles, Daniel, Wesley, and our oldest grandson, Kyle, and I went to North Manitou Island in 2013, in the summer of 2013. And I tell the story in six chapters, six uh, podcasts. This is the first, and I call it uh, Pretty Clouds. They make ugly weather. Early in July, Kyle, little Kyle Kenneth, Chuck, Dan, Wes, and I, we ventured out to North Manitou Island for a backpacking trip. North Manitou Island is, uh, is 11 miles out into Lake Michigan on the Leelanau Peninsula. The Leelanau Peninsula is the pinky of Michigan. Monday was a hard day. It was difficult, uh, but that's a story for another time. A Tuesday, we spent the day making our way around the north end of the island. We hiked from Crescent City around to the eastern shore by dark. It was a difficult day. It started in fog. It ended in rain. It included comedy, uh, tragedy, and if you can believe it, quicksand. It was hard, slow going. The North Shore wasn't good hiking at all. It's almost all rocks and stones. It's tough hiking in good conditions, and the conditions weren't good. The evening was beautiful. It was cool with stunning cloud formations out over Lake Michigan in the west. The beautiful clouds would, would bring a bit of ugly weather a little after nightfall. It took us 10 hours to get from just north of the site of Crescent City to the northeast corner of the island. My foot was injured. I'd hobbled almost every step of the way. The other guys took turns with my pack. About a half hour before dark, I told the guys to go ahead without me and to make camp. I didn't eat the first night, so all of us had worked up a pretty good appetite by now. I was imagining the luxury of a, of a meal and the comfort of my sleeping bag, and I kept moving forward as the guys went around the bend of the island and out of sight. I made my way step by step forward on the stones, and I was really careful not to turn my ankle. The birds called, the waves lapped rhythmically on the shore, the blue lake lay out to my left. A high, sandy bluff rose up toward the sky on my right. There were a few places where stones gave way to short stretches of sandy beach. I loved those spots where for just a minute or two, I could walk along the hard sand where the water met the shore in my bare feet, but there weren't many places like that. The sun set behind me the after, the, in the afterglow I walked on, and a nice breeze came and, and, at my back. I strapped the bright yellow umbrella chair to my backpack. Sitting out on a point ahead well after dusk, I could see that yellow chair waiting for me. The boys had left it behind for me there with a Nalgene bottle of water. I stopped to rest just for a minute, drank some of the water, and then poured the water out and made my way along the beach toward camp. I could tell the rain was coming and I didn't want to get soaked, so I just tried to keep moving. A few minutes later in the darkness ahead, I saw a light coming up along the shore. It was Daniel with a headlamp running to meet me. When he reached me, he told me they'd made camp. It wasn't a good camp, but it was a camp, and we should hurry to get there before the rain came. So we hurried along the shore as much as I could hurry, and I arrived just before the rain began to fall hard. 
We set our tents up close together. There would be no dinner, but we'd, we'd hope to have a dry place to sleep. We prayed. We tried to make a comfortable nest to sleep, but I think our tent was pitched in the darkness over a fallen tree. Dan West and I shared a tent, and in the next tent were Kyle, Kyle Kenneth, and Chuck. Kyle said, you guys have any water? I had ignorantly poured out the last of the water so that I could strap an empty bottle to my waist and have my hand free to use a walking staff. Don't, don't worry about it, Kyle. We don't, we don't need any water. We're good. If you go out and purify water now, you'll get soaked and you'll be cold all night. Oh, he said, no, I, I need to get some water. In five minutes, I heard him zipping himself back into his tent. I overheard a tender conversation with little Kyle. He was five and he trudged along without complaining hour after hour wearing his man-wee cat playing with his knife. He was spent and he had fallen asleep. Kyle? Kyle? Wake up, little buddy. Hey, son, I have your water for you. There you go. I love you.